When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin the last week of Big Bets in 2022. You believe it? We're almost embarking on a new year, which means I forget what are we going to week 17 in the NFL now? You know, every, every week you got to add the extra week. We're getting to the uh, to the nitty gritty. Got a Monday night game tonight. I'm going to talk a lot about here, Amal. First of all, I hope everybody out there had a wonderful Christmas uh, holiday yesterday on Sunday, Amal. I know your travel plans got rerouted like a lot of Americans did, yeah. but it's good. Your your loss is our gain. Well, thank you, and I'll tell you what. Looking forward to talking about. It. I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about you during the game uh, on Saturday, and it was a great football <laughs> game. Uh, but it, it was tough if you had Philly because that fumble by Miles Sanders really oh. cost you a great opportunity, but. I don't know. What do you make of your Cowboys not going to this postseason? We know Tampa doesn't look good. Uh, I thought San Francisco struggled for about a half and then took advantage of Washington pretty easily in the second half. Minnesota, give them credit. And by the way, is there anything within 65 yards that's no longer within range in the NFL? It feels like 60s now automatic. Like the length. 60s like the new 50. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) Just like our age. But, you know, you you mentioned the Cowboys on Saturday. And by the way, I want to give a shout out to Jimmy Vaccaro, Vinny Maiulo, Chris Andrews here at the South Point. I came here with my buddy John Giacomo from uh, Comcast Sportsnet came in town. And we sat here on Saturday Mm -hmm. and we had a blast watching. You know, wagering on the games, getting your in-game bets in, watching the Cardiac Cowboys. I got in, I, like my interim all Shaw, when they were down 10 nothing. Yeah. I got in on the Cowboys nice. laying a point and a half. And I thought, oh, excuse me, I got in when they were 10-7 after okay. they scored. And the Cowboys then one and a half point favorites. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is the right time to hop in on my boys. So I did. 
and then they fell back again by 10 right. in the fourth quarter. And I thought, oh, maybe that's not such a prudent move. The offense was dynamic for the Cowboys after the pick six by Dak, but the bigger issue to me was the defense. Now, Micah, if you watch that game closely like I did, and I've been mentioning here for weeks and all, he's not 100%. Matter of fact, in the last play, the very last play of the game, if you notice, Micah Parsons looked over to Mike McCarthy and said, time out. He needed a breath yeah. because he's been fighting an illness all week. They really didn't get a defensive stop. They got turnovers, okay? But a stop is in they never punted. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, I didn't see the whole game, but I didn't realize Philly never punted. And to your point, I thought there's a couple of the turnovers. I don't. I don't remember. I didn't see the, the pick. mesh point. Exactly, you know, like, it was on handoffs. It was more anything else. Um, but look, they found a way through. And I thought Dak Prescott and company delivered when they needed to. Um, they they got the drives when they they needed it yeah. most. You got to give them credit for that. The only thing is, and and I'll tell you one thing I noticed that was pretty evident to me at least in this game was there's definitely a difference between Minshew and Jalen Hurts that I didn't see in previous years, but this year you could see the difference between starter, Pro Bowl level compared to a backup. It's interesting because Mitch's numbers, I mean, 355. Is that right? what he ended up throwing for? Yeah, three wow. toddies. He did have a, a couple. There were a couple of picks, but they were actually really good defensive plays by DBs that took it away from the offensive guys, the Eagles. So I, I don't know them all that I'm going to go like, yes, Jay, from Jalen Hurts. Because Jalen Hurts is playing at an MVP level, which is going to be another conversation, by the way. I'm glad to hear you say that, though, because I didn't see the turnovers. I did see a highlight of one. I go, it looked like it was a great play. I was just kind of faintly watching it. And it seemed like overall, though, Minshew played pretty well. That's the way I I get it. And, and again, we're going to look at the rest of the quarterbacks in the league. If you watch Russell Wilson and bet on the Broncos like I did, apologies. Like, it was awful football to watch. Like, I, I feel bad on Christmas that, you know, on your birthday, you had to watch that if you watched that from on high. I would not have watched it. Uh, but it was just awful football by Russell Wilson and the Broncos. So that's the big news this morning. Nathaniel Hackett. What do you call him? Nathaniel can't hack it. He couldn't. Well, uh, listen. He I, gone. <laughs> <laughs> always nice to include Hawk Harrelson in there. He gone. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I was not a fan of this hire. I was not a fan of his dad when he was at USC. Uh I love it. There was an article in the LA Times called him the worst coach in LA sports history. Wow. Yeah, that, that's saying something. I mean, Larry Smith coached at USC, so Trojan fans are like, oh, you know, we could be splitting hairs there. But Nathaniel Hackett, that performance yesterday, would they give up a 51 burger to Baker Mayfield? We're talking about Gardner Minshew and other backup quarterbacks, whether or not they're making their case. What's interesting is, by the way, they're saying Baker, you know, he's going to be a free agent. Whether or not he's going to get another job now off this performance, but against a quote unquote good, de- great defense in the Broncos until yesterday, they look like they quit on Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe that's why he got fired. We saw the skirmish on the sidelines that's bad for the optics, but you don't need optics. You just have to watch and see the scores and go, this is unacceptable. I will say this from all reports that I've heard from people in the know, Hackett is a guy that they like. Like not like not a bad guy like Urban Meyer who didn't make it through last year, he was acerbic, right? Right, right, right? He's Urban, so there were other factors at play. It's like they wanted it to work out with Nathaniel Hackett, but it didn't work out between he and Russ, and that's the key. Right. And my question is, and here's what my question would be for the front office, and certainly when we talked to Mike Pritchard on Thursday, he's very connected to the Broncos. Obviously, is whoever the next guy is, okay, Nathaniel Hackett's gone. You're not getting rid of Russell Wilson in that contract. So that next guy, whoever it is, you know what the interview is on job one, day one? Can you fix Russell Wilson? How do you fix a mid-30s guy and say, yeah, 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 yeah. I can fix him? 
Did you think um, the interceptions that Russ threw were oh. agreed? I, I didn't see that game, so I, I can't say Amal. one or the other. I saw the stats. I mean, go ahead. So, as bad as Russell Wilson has been before mm-hmm. yesterday, yeah. he was ten times worse. I, I could not. I, I couldn't believe he was god awful. <laughs> like I was like, what is he doing? Awful. Like Russell Wilson, you're a Hall of Fame quarterback. Peyton Manning in his last year with plantar fasciitis mm-hmm. couldn't throw the football. They won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning at the helm. And a guy who was physically couldn't do it, but mentally, at least he knew not to do what Russell Wilson did yesterday. It was egregious to the umph degree. So here's my question if you're Denver. Do you just sit there and say, think you can fix him? Or do you have to send a fish wrapped in newspaper and send a message? <laughs> I mean, it's time. I think there's got to be a horse's head in the bed. I don't know what you do, Amal. Uh, how can you pay this guy? You got it, another five years. You can't deal with and this. And you can't cut him. And I know everybody out there is going to say, well, go call Sean Payton. You know, Sean Payton is still under contract with the Saints. So if you want Sean Payton, think about the capital. That's worth it, though. But think about the capital you gave up to get Russell Wilson. And now you got to give up more capital to get a guy that doesn't play. Now, I know he's the mastermind, and that's the name you're going to hear. But I'm all, if you're Sean Payton, do you say, yeah, I can get back to Russ cooking? Well, it reminds me a little bit of the recipe at New Orleans. Very good defense. Older, more experienced quarterback with a Super Bowl win under his belt. Um, have a decent running game. They, I don't know. I look at Denver, and I don't think they're as far away as I thought they were. I, I mean, look, I, it turns out I'm correct on this one, but not for the right reasons. I mean, I, I mean, I'm wrong in terms of how I see it, but it was because Russell was so poor. I just didn't think they had the pieces in place. They actually are better than I give them credit for. You know, I look at Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and the, the, the uh, Dolchich, the uh, rookie tight end, yeah. looks like he, he could be a player. He was good at UCLA. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of go, like, I watched the Rams yesterday, and they got, they're throwing to the tight end, Tyler Higby, and Cam a- Akers is resurrected. And I'm like, they're putting 51 up? Like, like, Russell's got more things to work with than Baker Mayfield. And Baker with 24-28, 230 and two tutties, it looked like, He's going to plant a flag there in SoFi. I mean, it was like, what am I watching? And why am I watching this four, on Christmas Day? Four picks by the by the Broncos in this one. I saw the highlight of the Brett Rippon pick six. Brett Rippon should not be throwing an out route in the National Football League ever again. Holy cow. Are you kidding me? Doesn't have a big arm. Yeah. So, so there's so many takeaways there. And very quickly, as we keep wrapping up uh, you know, Christmas Day, I had the Packers yesterday. This is why Good bet. We, we, Good bet. we talk about this, though. I'll tell you about where I got hosed, though. We talk about this in the prop market a lot. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, I, I thought I made three prop bets that were really good bets. Aaron Rodgers over 251 passing yards. Okay. I had Christian Watson, the number one receiver, over 51 and a half receiving yards. And I had, uh, I had Aaron, Aaron Rodgers to throw one and a half over touchdowns. Christian Watson had six catches for 49 yards at halftime. He got hurt right before the end of the first half. Came out, and I thought, well, maybe he'll be okay. Came out in a hoodie. Dead. Rodgers missed him on a couple throws. It would have been an easy touchdown in the fourth oh, down. Oh, really? Rodgers only threw for one touchdown. Dead. And then uh, the, the final one, Rodgers, 251, the last drive. They've done it two weeks in a row. They just run the football out. That's basically what they did. So the last seven minutes, it's all, you know, Dylan and Aaron Jones. So be careful. I mentioned this a lot. I know it's hard to handicap for injuries. You can't. Right. But it'll burn you more in prop markets than it will anywhere else. 
And I felt that sting of it yesterday. Well, it's unfortunate the way it played out with those injuries, we especially the Watson one with the six for 49 <laughs> in the first half. But um, I, I'll tell you what, uh, how about two? What did he throw, three picks in the second half? Consecutive drives. And by the way, Jason Sanders missed a field goal in the third quarter. So Which I know, is like, shocking as is, right? Because I think he had he only incredible. missed one kick the whole year before that. And it was that. like a 40 some It was a real short one that would have tied the game at the time. So it did switch the balance. And by the way, at 33 total points at halftime, the total is 49, 49 and a half, somehow stays under. Wow. Think of that. So there were a lot of things that happened. Look, I, I was on the Packers. So at least got that side. And I thought they were the better team. You know, we talked about Russell Wilson yesterday. Tua... It, what happens to him in the second half sometimes? I, I, it, is, it is unbelievable. And like Jair Alexander, if you heard his post-game, conference, uh, post-game interview, it's one of the best interviews I've ever heard. They, you know, he was asked on the field, I think Pam Oliver, you know, did you, what did you think of that last interception? Tell me about it. And he just went, I, I can't, you know, it's paraphrasing, like, wow, he just overthrew it, threw it right to me. <laughs> like, he was like this. He's like, I see 10 running in front of me. I go, he's really fast. And then the ball comes to me. Like, you know. These guys are like, what is he doing? And, and it, it, you know, if you're the Dolphins now, like the, the, the Broncos have so many questions today going forward. I think the Dolphins are getting back to that question mark area with the quarterback and going, do we have the right guy long term? From an MVP candidate early in the year to a guy that you scratch your head about. I, I'm curious in terms of the AFC wild card, who you think is going to get in with? I mean... We'll talk about that a lot more. And Wes Reynolds is going to be in studio uh, later on this hour, which is going to be great. And David Gascon is going to join us from L.A. to talk about the Chargers and the Colts, that big Monday night matchup for them coming up later this hour. Don't go anywhere. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just $79. Get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. You're going to receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and other betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com. Slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw. Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas here. The day after the last week of 2022 as we get ready for the new year. Again, we're going to have Wes Reynolds join us in studio. That's going to be a, be a treat. Uh, starting out in about 15 minutes, we'll have Wes in here. We'll talk, you know, we're talking about the Broncos and where they go. Wes is very dialed into his team, the Indianapolis right. Colts. I'll be curious, not just for tonight's outlook against the, uh, the, the Chargers. By the way, the numbers come down a little bit. It was four much of the week. It's down to three and a half. I'll be curious. Nick Foles is going to get the start tonight for the Colts. Jeff Saturday might be coaching as an audition. A lot of the, there, there are things to play for, but really the things to play for the Chargers uh, for here. But you are seeing some three and a halfs elsewhere. They've got the bigger fish to fry with this game here with Miami losing again. It looks like the Colts or the Chargers rather feel like they're going to be a solid playoff team going forward with that big win over the Dolphins a couple weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that kind of got them back on track, and it seems like they're trending in the right direction now. A good opportunity against an Indianapolis team that really, how do they bounce back after the Minnesota game? That remains to be seen. 33 nothing, and then the biggest comeback in the history of football. The Vikings do it again to the Giants yesterday. And by the way, speaking of, like, I don't, you know, prop bets, I'm kind of kidding here, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, bad bad beat when you get an injury. That that sucks. If you had the under game, the under in the Giants-Colts game, I do think that was actually a bad beat. It was I believe 13-10 at the beginning of the fourth quarter. In about 12 minutes to go. And the Giants are ahead, 13-10, yeah. and the total's 49. Mm-hmm. Do the math. It got there, and it got there in regulation with a 61-yarder to end that thing. So, it, amazingly, a lot of things had to happen where, you know, the Colts took the lead 17-13. The Giants came down kicked a field goal to make it 17-16. A blocked punt happened yeah. that set up the Colts in a short field. Then they scored 24-16 on a third and 10. Then the Giants come down to get the touchdown and get the two. It's like all those things had to happen for that game to go over, but it did. 
Think about this. When do you see a block punt in the NFL? That's so infrequent. I mean, in the fourth quarter, you got to be thinking, oh my goodness, you got to be kidding me. Absolutely. And so you mentioned that the two point conversion. By the way, you notice one thing on two pointers, and I don't know if most other people feel this way. When you need them, you never seem to get them. Right. When you need them to go against you, they never get the stop. 24 22. And it's like a play. Danny Dimes is rolling out to his right. They got, it was like the Joe Montana play. Yeah. Kind of holding it and throws in the back of the end zone, catch it, get the feet down. And then you got to, you know, you know, they're barring a tie. You're going to hit that over. So we'll talk to Wes about his Colts uh, after that collapse against the Vikings last week, how they can kind of get back on the good foot. Speaking of keeping your playoff hopes alive, which is what the Chargers look like, they're a lock. I don't believe they're officially in yet, but I, they can be with a win tonight. But the Jets. They're kind of on life support now. Yeah. But we did get news, and this is something Stephanie uh, doing a great job of filling in for Kelly while he's on vacation. Stephanie and I were talking about a little bit before the show. So Magic Mike is coming back, not to Vegas, but to New York. So he is going to be the starting quarterback, Mike White, uh, for this week's game in, in week 17. Now, Zach Wilson, you know, you talk about moving on from Russell Wilson, which they can't do contractually in Denver. You can do in New York. I don't know if, if – Zach Wilson's played his last down. But think of this. You got a guy, Mike White, that had, I believe, two fractured ribs. Yeah. That wasn't eight weeks ago. It was two. I couldn't do this job with fractured ribs, let alone play quarterback in the NFL with fractured ribs. If a kid, tape him up. Team needs you. We got to go beat the Seahawks in the Pacific Northwest. It's, you know, Mike Pritchard talked about it a couple of weeks ago when he talked about, you know, hey, they'd give you a shot before the game and basically numb it out. And that's what I think he's going to try and gut out and go here. So the Jets really are struggling without him under center. We saw the issues that Zach Wilson has had. Bringing Mike White back in, I think it just changes the dynamic of what the team feels. And now you're competing right there. You've got the final game of the regular season in South Florida against the Dolphins. That's Mm -hmm. a very winnable game. Uh, So if you are the Jets right now in terms of the AFC you still feel like, okay, hey, look, we're kind of sitting right behind Miami, but we got an opportunity. New England plays Miami this weekend. One of these two teams are going to really, if New England loses, they're pretty much out of it, mm-hmm. or they're actually mathematically eliminated, excuse me. So great opportunity if you're the Jets, win the game in Seattle, and then set up a showdown in the final game of the regular season against the Dolphins. It's, it's absolutely amazing when you look at the playoff picture in the AFC and you see the teams there. Right now, the Dolphins still in that seven spot. The Chargers look really good at eight and six right now. But again, they don't have that X by them, which deter- uh, de- uh, denotes that you are in officially right. as a wildcard team. You know, I, I woke up and I, you know, that, that Ravens game actually get played. It felt like one of those games that you just saw a score. Yeah. And no, the Ravens won. <laughs> Didn't feel like anybody actually watched it, but they did beat the Falcons. And I went, how did they win 10 games? How are the Ravens 10 and five them all? Like, like Lamar's been out for what four months again, and we always kid about like Lamar Jackson's week to week. He's been out for weeks, and it's like somehow you wake up. Oh, the Ravens are ten and five. Remember, this is a team that blew a game against the Bills, the Dolphins. I think the Giants as well. I don't remember, but I mean they've had some opportunities. They blew the game against the Jaguars. They've been they, in they every game be, with a position to win. I you mean, could be thirteen and two. Yeah, this team. I mean, nobody's right talking there. about the Ravens anymore, nope. right? You mentioned which team's going to get the last spot. And by the way, I don't know if the Dolphins are going to hold on and get this spot or not. Yeah. But if they don't, we'll get back to that Tua conversation for another date. The Pats somehow are right there. Did you see the other team that's on that list, too, with, with the Jets as well? Which I can't believe. Tennessee Titans? Pittsburgh well, Steelers? Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. What an emotional win for the boys in the Steel City after the passing of Franco Harris. Somehow, some way. Wait a minute. Come- 
won the game? I don't even know that. They came back last drive. I mean, look, I know it's Christmas holiday and I'm all, you've been buried uh, trying with travel plans. They came back and won this football game, America. I thought, I thought, they, I thought they lost 10 to 6. I didn't even know. And, you know, it was a late game. I never checked the score on it. I, that is one of the best natural reactions to a, to a game that ended 48 hours ago. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Because well, if you went to bed, you just assumed the Raiders had won because this was a snooze fest for the majority of the game. I watch this game of all and I go, Mike Tomlin's not going to do it again. They made the playoffs last year yeah. with Ben Roethlisberger. Remember that, America? Last year, they somehow got in. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in the history of, of his uh, tenure as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They win the last two. They could be 9-8 and eight and back in there. I don't think it's going to happen, America. I'm not saying bet that. But what I would say is their future is bright. We talk about teams like Miami. I don't know what they're going to look like next year. Denver, I have no idea. This team, they found their quarterback, the only first-round pick taken last year, 20th overall. They got a tight end in Friermuth. They got a weapon in the outside with George Pickens. They've got a running game with Najee Harris. They have a stud in Micah Fitzpatrick in Watt. They have a Dude, if I could bet a futures market right now for the Steelers next year to make the playoffs, I would make that wager. I don't know how they're 7-8 and right now, but they just put it together – Mike Tomlin figures out a way. I'm not counting them out for this year. It's unbelievable. Uh, you look at the final two games of their schedule. They've got an opportunity now here. They'll need a little bit of help. They're at the Ravens and then at, against the Browns. Baltimore, it's going to be tough for them to win the division, but they could still do it. So I don't think you can completely discount them at this point in time because they do have that uh, rematch against Cincinnati in the final game of the regular season. Um but, man, that, that's interesting. Uh, can they get that game against Baltimore? That's the big question mark. Well, again, I don't know if Lamar is playing. It's, it's that week-to-week thing. Yes, they can still win the division, as you mentioned, so there's incentive there. You don't lay down when there's still an opportunity. Like the Cowboys, right? Ten-point favorites against Tennessee on Thursday. Right. It's remote opportunity that they can win the division. It's remote for the Ravens to still win the division. But while there's still a chance, you go full bore. Right, you yeah. don't go well. We're ten and five now. We're in already. If you're the Ravens, let's take our foot off the gas uh, against the Steelers, and it's also the Steelers. Like, if there's a team that you would love to take pride in to knock out, it is your rival. That still does matter, right? You know, so I look at that and I go, it's a daunting task for the Steelers. But boy, if they went up there to Pittsburgh in week seven, excuse me, to Baltimore in week seventeen and beat them, and then get the Brownies to wrap it up. I, it's an amazing – it could be an amazing story for, like, a team so far in the rear view that nobody paid attention to them. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Because I, I certainly didn't. And then I watched them and I go, how are they 7-8? and eight? But there they are right there. So they, you, you asked the question. I want you to answer your own question. Who's going to get the last wild card spot in the AFC? I think it's going to be the New York Jets. Really? Yeah. I think the Jets are going to win in Seattle – and I think the Jets are going to uh, figure out a way to win in Miami. Stephanie in the just booed season. you from behind the glass. As uh, a Patriots listen, she booed you. She, let's boo them all. She's realistic. She knows the Pats aren't going anywhere. <laughs> I, by the way, there, there's so many ways to go. Like question marks for the Dolphins at quarterback. Question marks for the Patriots at quarterback. Question marks for the Jets at quarterback. Question marks for the Titans at quarterback. You come back with Tannehill, Malik Wills doesn't look like the answer. I mean, look at the rotation, Derek Carr in, in with the Raiders. I mean, he, the list goes on and on and on. I think Tannehill's out for the rest of the regular season. Yep, doesn't look good. No. So, 
We'll talk about that as well. But when we come back, it is going to be Wes Reynolds in studio. We'll talk about his Colts, where they go, and are they a live dog tonight against the Superchargers of L.A.? Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the program. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine pouches are either too complicated or to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zinn is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That's ZYN.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We continue big bets here on Visa and Dave Ross and Malshaw. What a pleasure and a treat to have Wes Reynolds in studio the day after Christmas. Wes, I miss seeing you on a daily basis like we did last year for the Green Zone. A lot of fun talking NFL. First of all, how was your Christmas, my friend? It was good. It was good. A lot of a lot of action over the weekend. Uh, it was really weird on Saturday because Christmas Eve is usually the dullest sports day of the yeah. calendar, which is kind of nice when you're a day-to-day better to actually get a day off. But no days off this weekend with that, and then three NFL games yesterday, NBA, bowl games, et cetera, et cetera. Well, we're going to get to your Colts and the Chargers in a second, but I, I wanted to ask you this question because I don't know, don't know if you know, but Wes recently made the pilgrimage to Fog Allen Fieldhouse for Kansas to see his Indiana Hoosiers. And Wes, I believe you had tweeted, because I follow you on Twitter, and everybody should at Wes Reynolds 1, that you were going to wear the Bobby Knight sweater to Fog Allen. I did. Do you wore the Bobby I Knight? I did. Do you have a picture of that? Uh, I will try to find one uh, somewhere. And, and did you get hassled at all by the fine people? I, I did Fog not. Allen. The people at Kansas, by the way, they they were a good bunch of people. And actually, we had a lot of fans there because the students weren't there. Uh, everything was great about the trip to Lawrence and the Fog, except for the 40 minutes of basketball oh, right, that right, Indiana right. played. But, you know, <laughs> I would put up, and, and I've been about everywhere. You know, I haven't been to Cameron yet. There's a couple places I haven't been in college basketball, but I've been all throughout the Big Ten, a lot of ACC, a lot of SEC schools. I'd put Kansas and Fog Allen up there with anybody in terms of an atmosphere. And this was, keep in mind, at 11 a.m. on a Saturday morning in Lawrence Central Time. Wow. Without most of the students there. That atmosphere, just the way that they do it, they're the program that, like, my alma mater should aspire to be is Kansas. Just the whole operation, not just on the floor, but the game day atmosphere, the traffic getting in and out of the game. Mm. I mean, they just did it first class. Right up there with Syracuse at the Carry Dome Mall. I'm sure it is. The good news with Syracuse now, traffic isn't as bad since they don't win as much. But uh, Not as many people going to that big place. Yeah, absolutely right. And uh, KU the Fog, if you have never been, it's I definitely a, been. It's a place worth going to. I've been there for a big Monday game. I was, I was going to say, they I were coming years you ago. That. Yeah, big Monday's a different atmosphere yes. because it's an 8 o'clock start. In, in Kansas at the Fog, it's it's just a whole different ball game. It is wow. electric. Those kids have all been at the wheel for about five or six <laughs> hours at the Hawk. There was like this little fratty triangle of bars kind of right by campus. There was Bullwinkles, the Hawk, and the wheel. And then, of course, there's a main drag downtown. Wow. I can't imagine what it's like for, like, Texas coming in on Big Monday or Kansas State or somebody like that. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I want to get your thoughts on that because, again, that does feel like hollowed ground, certainly in college basketball. Look, for the shoe, they're going to go tonight against the Chargers. Right now, seeing four. I have seen some three and a half start to populate a little bit, gentlemen, which surprises me slightly. And I guess 
you guys can speak to this better, but I think betters sometimes fall into the trap of who needs the game, mm-hmm. right? The Colts don't need the game. We understand that. Chargers do. But, West, are, are the Colts live? I know they're making a quarterback change to Nick Foles tonight. Jeff Saturday is trying to, I guess, prove his worth that he should be the guy long-term. What's it play for the Colts? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I do think that they're live, and I think the market's kind of telling you that they are. I thought that this might go up a little bit after after yesterday because I was like, okay, the Chargers, you know, they quote-unquote, like you say, need the game mm-hmm. and that there was going to be more of a tax than the market. Probably it's already been accounted for, so that's why you didn't see it go to four and a half or you didn't see it go to five. And that's one of the things, you know, that I think this time of year as we're finishing week 16 and we get into week 17 that we do want to make clear to the audience out there, everything that you think is not priced into the number on the opener is priced into the number on the opener. We saw that with the totals last week and how low these got hit. And a fair amount of them went over like Buffalo and Chicago because everybody's thinking, oh, it's you know, 15 mile an hour Mm -hmm. winds, it's going to be, you know, below zero, or it's going to be five degrees out there. That's accounted for. So you're betting into a number that's already taxed. And, you know, that's what you want to keep in mind, because this is week 16 going into week 17. The numbers are not, are as tight as they're going to be. This is not week one, week two, where everybody, including the guys behind the counter, are unsure of their numbers. So that's why you haven't seen a lot of movement, because I know this line seems very short on the surface, but the Colts, as bad as they've been this year, five and two against the number as an underdog, have at least three and a half points or more. Two at home home as one. They did uh, beat the Chiefs outright. They should have beaten Philadelphia. Philadelphia scores at, at the end to go ahead and win that game by one. Man, but. did I need that for my futures yes. wager on the Cowboys. Yes. And uh, that was a huge, huge Eagle comeback win. But to your point, Wes, they've been in games, right? This team mm-hmm. has been competitive with Jeff Saturday as that coach. And and I don't think there's much of a drop-off to Nick Foles at this point. I think we've seen what we've seen out of Matt Ryan. Yeah. There's not that much of a drop-off. It's just that he hasn't played and he hasn't started in over a year and a half. But – you know, we'll see what kind of chemistry he has. And that's why I chose to go like maybe some of the props here, because I think Foles will be able to hit the running backs and will be able to hit the tight ends. And his last start, he averaged over 7.1 yards in attempt, albeit last season. But Matt Ryan didn't even come close to that in, in most of these games this year. So maybe this is a fresh outlook. And the Colts, of course, come off that humiliation, blowing the biggest lead in regular season history at Minnesota uh, the previous Saturday. So... I think that they're at least going to be motivated because you don't know when motivation leaves a team. Like it left Denver clearly <laughs> yesterday. That top five defense gives up 51 points to a corpse of an offense that the Rams have. So you never know when motivation is going to be there or leave one of these teams that aren't going to the playoffs. As a Colts fan, would you want to see Jeff Saturday brought back as the head coach, or would you like to see them look elsewhere? And if so, anyone in particular for you? I'd like to see them look elsewhere. And I really like Jeff Saturday. And I think Jeff – even if he's not the head coach of all, he's probably going to be within the organization. Maybe sure. he's the senior advisor to the owner, mm. or the senior advisor to the president, or something like that. We'll see if Chris Ballard's going to be brought back. I mean, Jim Irsay is saying the things that, yeah, of course Chris is going to be back, but man, it doesn't seem like he's going to be. I would be shocked if he's the general manager, but I would like them to look elsewhere. And I know Jim Irsay has a relationship with Jim Harbaugh, Yes. You know, dating way back, and Jim is very familiar with Indianapolis. He was an uh, owner of an IndyCar racing team, so he has roots. He was captain comeback that year uh, where they were 4-7 and seven and then rallied to play the Steelers yep. in the AFC championship. And uh, 
you know, unfortunately, uh, Aaron Bailey did not catch that Mary. ball inbounds. That, but that was pioneer high to pioneer high. Both of them was. played at Ann Arbor Pioneer. <laughs> it was. Teammates from high school should have yeah, caught it. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, Jim Harbaugh was captain comeback, obviously was popular when he was with the Colts. So that would be a move that would make sense. You know, you know, in terms of the big names, people will mention Sean Payton, but you know, that's the thing of, do these coaches want to go work for this Indianapolis organization? And I'm pro Jim Mercy. I like Jim a lot. But a lot of this that has happened falls at his doorstep. Well, let's stay right there with Amal's question because I, 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 that's the exercise I wanted to go. I wanted to make Wes Reynolds the GM, make him Chris Ballard of the Indianapolis Colts. Who doesn't want to be a GM and run a football team? What do you do? Where do you start next year? Because, again, you mentioned Saturday you'd like to look elsewhere. But then you look at the quarterback position, and Amal and I were just kind of looking at the teams that are, look like they're in in the AFC playoff picture, and really they don't have any question marks at quarterback, maybe other than Tua. Colts have a huge question at quarterback again. Mm-hmm. Do you have to finally go the draft route, or is Jim Ursay hell-bent, or Chris Ballard hell-bent on finding veterans and keep trying this endless Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan – you know, Philip Rivers actually worked to a degree compared yeah. to the other two. Do they go that route, Wes, or do they go finally look to the kids in the draft? I almost think you have to go with the youth movement because who is out there from a veteran standpoint? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, Baker Mayfield, Baker now Mayfield could be out there, but it's like you've done this movie several times already, and you know, Jim Irsay never was really a fan of Carson Wentz, but deferred to Frank Reich. That was Frank Reich's guy. That ended up not working out. Matt Ryan clearly has not worked out. So, you know, you wonder, because you've got a lot of cap money tied up, especially to the offensive line, which has been the most disappointing unit on the team. Mm. By the way, this is the number one paid offensive line in the National Football League. And it is not performed (laughs) like the number one. You don't need to look at the PFF or the football outsiders numbers to realize that this offensive line has been awful this year. What would you do, though, if you – I see, I don't think Harbaugh is going to leave Michigan. I thought if he had taken the Minnesota job, but the way the program has resurged, uh, the resurgence that he's had there, I don't think he's leaving Ann Arbor anytime soon. Now, I could be wrong. But if you're the Colts, you're projected at this point in time to draft number five overall. Mm. Arizona's not going to take a quarterback, and Denver's not going to take a quarterback, neither are the Bears. But don't you think I, – do you think Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud is available at five? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I haven't really studied yeah. the mocks. Somebody's going to trade up. But That's what I'm saying. So, I think somebody trades up, right? Trade up. But, I mean, quarterbacks always, except for last year when there was really no yeah, first-round graded yeah. quarterback. Yep. But, you know, teams are maybe going to reach on a Will Levis. I don't know. If, I don't look at Will Levis and say, okay, this is the top five pick in the draft. But I, He's a first-rounder. Yeah. Nobody does. But I'm with you guys, though. I think you're right. I think that's, that's the exercise now. When you get into those futures markets for the draft, like, can the Colts just sit at five and get their guy? It could be a risk. Maybe one worth taking, but it feels like somebody else will hop in with all the question marks we have in the NFL. And this is, quote-unquote, a good quarterbacking draft. More with Wes and them all next. When we come back, let's talk more NFL right here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. The countdown to 2023 has begun, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in 2023. Log into BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app on December 31st to receive a 22% profit boost. Then log in again on January 1st, 2023. And you're going to get a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That's right. Celebrate Brett Rivers and get not one, but two profit boosts. It is a whole new ballgame. Back alongside Amal Shaw and Wes Reynolds, kind enough to sit in with us. Of course, the host of VEASAN Live. I bet tonight with Femi Abebefe. We want to get to our pro tip for hour number one. Something that we talked about here, gentlemen, in regards to, say, this Colts and Chargers game. A lot of times the betting public goes, oh, what team needs it and what team doesn't? And that's going to be my angle. You might want to think deeper because certain teams might have motivational 
uh, sides, if you will, of their own, even though they're not playoff teams like the Colts. Jeff Saturday might be coaching for a job. Nick Foles might be trying to hang around the league a little bit. There are other factors at play, so don't let that be the sole handicap side as to what team needs it and what team does not. And starting this week and even in the next week, in the week 18, this is going to be contract incentive week. Ah, that's right. Those are things, obviously, we don't know the details and the specifics of everybody's player contract, but that's going to matter. So when everybody says, okay, these guys are going to lay down like we saw Denver lay down yesterday, every situation is different. And again, get your coach fired. And that's what happened with the Broncos. So again, not saying it's going to happen to Jeff Saturday if there's an ugly game tonight. But again, just don't let it be. The handicap cannot simply be this team needs it and this team does not. That is your pro tip for hour number one. Again, you have access to up to 20 of those a day. When you become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you can go to VEASAN.com, sort those out by show and or by sports. So to that end, gentlemen, we talked about it. That's the big news of the morning here. Nathaniel Hackett, everybody in Denver waking up this morning. You don't have a head coach. So we talked a little bit about what the what the Colts might do at the head coach position here with Jeff Saturday, the interim guy right now. Very quickly, Amal, Wes, I'll give it to you guys. Amal, I'll start with you. What do you do now? Because if you're the GM in Denver, you made the quote-unquote mistake of already hiring Nathaniel Hackett now firing Nathaniel Hackett, and Russell Wilson ain't going anywhere with that contract. What do you do? Well, I know what I would do. <laughs> what would you do? I'd be looking for a hitman. <laughs> I'm not joking. You think I'm kidding. You can't sit there and win with this guy. I'm looking at the dead cap hit numbers for this team. $107 million next year, $85 million in 24, $49.6 in 2025, $31.2 in 26, and finally in 2027 you have some relief at $12.8 million. How, how can you build a team around a quarterback who can't play and you're under contract with him for five years on top of this one? It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it, actually, the contract runs through 2028 when he's 40 years old. I'll tell you one thing that you've seen this year between Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. I think teams are finally maybe going to wake up. I say that in baseball every year, but they sign stupid contracts, so I don't know. But you would think teams are going to sit there and say, hey, look, until you've proven it, we're not going to give you long-term deals. Give the Browns credit. They walked away from Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. We saw the Jets move on from Sam Darnold. They might move on from Zach Wilson already. Absolutely. And you know what? There's no reason to pay somebody. I would rather allow a player to escape that turns out to be good than pay a guy who's so detrimental to your team that it handcuffs you in the long term. You know, gentlemen, we call it the NFL stands for not for long, right? That's the old acronym for it. And, Wes, I guess to Amal's point here, are we getting to – by the way, the Broncos are 13.5-point dogs at Arrowhead next week. That feels short to me, just on the surface. 13 and a half. We'll get to hold or fire in hour number two. But, Wes, are we at a new dawning of a new age where I don't care what the money is involved? I don't, you know, the dead cap hit that we're talking about. You know, Steve Wilkes made it one year in Arizona. Herb didn't even make it a year, yeah. and neither did Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. So are you just – is this – you know, I hate to use the expression like you're saddled with Russell Wilson in Denver, mm-hmm. no pun intended, but what do you do? Well, I mean, you you have the sense of urgency to move on because, look, the, the valuation of these franchises are going up. And obviously, we are currently talking about the Denver Broncos. The Walton Penner family paid $4.65 billion for these teams. I mean, it used to be these were worth several hundred million dollars. Now we're in the billions for these NFL franchises. So, you know, dead cap hips be damned, and Amal makes a very good point, but... They're going to cut their losses immediately. They're not going to wait around. This And this isn't like college either where it's like, okay, 
you want to give a guy four years because you want a guy to bring right. in four, that used to be the thing. four recruiting classes and like where every member of the roster is that coach's choice to have him in that program or not. So, you know, that's why you're seeing, I think that this, this sense of urgency of, of moving on. So I don't know necessarily. It's probably too early. I mean, the hours are only a, a you know, a couple fresh in terms of the news, <laughs> Like, okay, who's going to be the next Broncos head coach? You're going to hear all the usual coordinators. Yep. Uh, Kellen Moore, Jonathan Gannon, D'Amico Ryan, Shane Steichen. So those are like the uh, Lou Anarumo from the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals who's done a great job with that defense, Dan Quinn. So you're going to hear those usual names. And then, of course, you're going to hear the the Sean Paytons and those guys that are out of coaching right now. So I have no idea where Denver goes. It's, it is fascinating because you already see they've gone, you know, like the Vance Joseph route, and then they go they – go, Vic Fangio and they go defensive guys, and then that doesn't work. So they go to offensive guys. It's like, you know, it's right. You're dating, right? You break up with one girl and go completely opposite to the next, and neither one works out. That's what it feels like the Broncos are doing right now, like my dating life. It just doesn't always seem to work out. <laughs> well, so you try a bunch of different things, it's just not working. Yeah, but like head coaches, you're always looking to upgrade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just the way it mm-hmm. is. And I told you, man, you forget Miss Alaska. Miss Texas or Miss California <laughs> so is the way to do just fine. Uh, again, I don't know what's going to happen in Arizona either, but very quickly, you saw last night, somehow the Buccaneers got off the deck and resurrected their season and help, you know, keep their hopes of, of winning that division alive. They got a big game against the Panthers who are still alive. The Saints got a big one next week against Philadelphia. They're still alive. Arizona, they almost beat the GOAT with Trace McSorley, a quarterback yesterday. They lose in overtime last night. We're talking about Denver. We're talking about Indianapolis. What do you do with Cliff Kingsbury? We don't know if Steve Kimes coming back as the GM. Kyler Murray, we're talking about you're saddled with that contract. You just gave him a new deal. You can look up and down the league, gents, and there are teams that you scratch your head and go, "Where? what do you do? What's behind door number two? Because door number one ain't working. Yeah, but here's the difference in the situations, in my opinion. In Denver, they didn't realize they were inheriting what looks like damaged goods. Yeah. In Arizona, you made a cognizant decision mm-hmm. to give a player uh, a contract where you had to put language potentially in the contract that says need to watch more film study. If that's what you've got to do, well, that, that tells you right there you should not be signing this guy. I put that on ownership because when you're signing a contract this large, Steve Kimes not like, hey, $240 million, here you go, here's a pen. It's, it's, it's not working that way. Bid, Bidwell's got to sign off on this. How do you sign off on something like that? I don't know. And it's just, look, they're, they're 4-11. I don't know if Cliff, Cliff's coming back or not. You know, Wes, we're talking about the quarterback carousel in the league. We're probably going to see, what, six to nine new oh, quarterbacks yeah. in different teams. Probably the same for the coaching carousel happens every year, about six, seven jobs. Man, the desert, they look lost, too. Well, Arizona, and I actually think Chris Collinsworth hit on it on the broadcast last night. You're going to have to dump a bunch of veteran salary or as much as you can and rebuild. You're kind of stuck with what you, the deal you made with Kyler Murray. And, uh, you know, there's the brain trust that's kind of replacing Steve Kime, at least temporarily, while he's uh, indefinitely out. Adrian Wilson, I know, former Cardinal, was part of that. They showed them in the booths, but... That this is where you got to dump maybe somebody like J.J. Watt, who, by the way, turned mm. back the clock, had a fantastic game last night. Yeah. But you got to dump these guys, and, and you got to just build for build for youth, and maybe next year's kind of going to be a rebuilding season, and you've got to go through those pains and then try to get good in two or three years. There's so many questions around certain teams that we thought could be you know decent teams this year. Certainly the Broncos might be the biggest surprise of the NFL season to, you know, we, we were talking about, I know I was the division of death in the AFC West. 
Well, it's only one team that's been dead, and that's been the Broncos and the Raiders nipping at their heels. I think the biggest surprise to me in the National Football League this year has been the Rams. Oh, wow. I mean, when you look at the Rams, they win a Super Bowl last year, and now they're in double-digit losses. Denver, see, for me, I wasn't a buyer in Denver the way everybody else was, mm. but the defense has actually played far better than I thought they would. I thought they had some serious concerns on the offensive side, but the Rams, I don't think you expected this precipitous of a drop-off. I thought the Cardinals were a bit of a fluke. I didn't think Seattle would have the type of season that they've had. But, I mean, the Rams have just gone from being defending Super Bowl champions to look like they should be in the SEC West. It's one of the worst defenses of a title we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Got about a minute to go, uh, Wes, before we say goodbye. We really do appreciate you coming in. You know, Maul and I, we can't talk enough golf on this show. So I got to know, Wes, are you already fired up for the what? We got the West Coast swing in effect Yeah, here? we do. Uh, first week of January. I've actually enjoyed having a few weeks off of not having to handicap some golf. I didn't do the uh, South Africa swing on the DP what? World Tour. But, yeah, I took, <laughs> I, took a few, I took a few weeks off. But, look, we're going back to Kapalua here, and uh, we're going to start the West Coast swing up through Hawaii, Palm Springs, uh, Phoenix Open uh, for the Super Bowl. Hint, hint. Send a couple of us down there. Yeah. We would, we would, we would like to uh, cover that event. But Very quickly, give me a breakout player this year in 2023 that maybe is off the radar right now. Oh. Uh, Chris Goddard. Who? Chris Goddard uh, played at the University of Oklahoma, was a finalist at the NCAA championships last year. That's off my radar, Maul. Chris got her up. Get her up. Let's go. Got her up. Get All her right. up. Get her done. <laughs> Wes, we appreciate you, man. Thanks, guys. Uh, it does a great job, obviously, with Femi on Live Bet tonight. Come on back. Hour number two of Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.